We're good. Okay. Well, well, I, he did I'll, say I'll, he goes, otherwise the unit, that whole setup, he's like, it seems all. Good. So that one has so, the heat strips. It's just they're it not has heat quite strips, just not turned Something's on. It's not working right. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So is it working better today, or is it not? It's kind of changed? doing the same thing. Same it's thing. still okay. so it's still heating. He wasn't able to do anything because he, he's waiting on that part. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and we felt like the the copper coming out of there when the heat was on. He's like, that's. He said that, that heat pump's working. Mm. He said it's putting out good heat. Gotcha. He said you just it goes into that defrost mode and you're gonna. Set you back because yeah. you're putting out cold air. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So fortunately, uh, from a heat perspective, the front of the building heats up pretty well. Mm -hmm. It gets that morning sun and those windows with the black aluminum. Those, uh, those, those heat up. So it hasn't been too unpleasant. It's this one that's like. Well, yeah. You know, sure. Trying to get this thing to. Heat this space. That's been the challenge. So, well, we'll I'll, I'll follow up on that one part. They're normally pretty good about. Yeah. The whole follow up of the service is pretty good, but I, yeah. I was just curious. I hadn't had a chance to check back with. Sure. Dispatch, but. Um, so, a couple things today. Just wanted to clarify some objectives we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. I, I did a risk assessment of all the equipment, and I want to share that with you first. Um, the financial assessment piece. I don't have a lot of financial numbers from you yet, but I, yeah. I, I put some things in there just as placeholders and we can kind of tweak it as you off of memory know, sure. hey, it's a little higher, a little lower. Physical assessment, I've got photos to show you of some things that we might need to keep an eye on. And then a recommendation based on what we found. I do have a recommendation toward the end there and then co-author a scope. Like if it makes sense for you and Calvary Chapel that we can say, hey, yeah, we'll do that part or you do this part and kind of come up, you come sure. to some sort of agreement and then if it all sure. makes sense, agree upon the next steps. That's like the signal out. Here we go. Let's try it again. Don't, don't touch it. All right. So as far as the objectives we talked about you know trying to maximize the student the teacher and the parishioner and staff retention comfort experience all, all that kind of ties into making sure this is working right reduce the operating problems so just trying to make sure that you're running smoothly and not having these these random operating issues um, and then extending the equipment life you know that's one thing that you were concerned about is trying to make sure that we're not having to fork out $15,000 every other month, you know, yeah, because yeah. we've got an issue and, and things are dying. You're trying to extend that life as long as possible. That's our goal. Yeah. And then get the current system shored up, whatever we've got, making sure it's working like it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh, and then improve system reliability, just making sure what you got is going to be reliable and not go out on you. All this kind of, did I miss anything? Does that kind of yeah. hit? Yeah, that captures it. Nice. Okay. Like I said. Um, so I, I, I've got you a little handout here. This is the risk assessment that I did, and I created this cool little chart to try to red, yellow, green. Yeah. Um, just from a thirty thousand foot level, if it's green, that means basically it's it's more than eight years or or so left in the equipment life. Mm -hmm. If it's in the yellow, that's like between five and zero life 
years left. And if it's red, that means you're beyond, you know, it should be dead by now, <laughs> but, you're, but it's still hanging on there. So there's some in there that are obviously red, you know, 1989, 1988, 97. So it's good to just call those out so that you and your board can have that on your radar. Yeah. Um, and if something does go out, it probably makes more sense to replace it than to throw more money at it. Right. That's very important right. as far as the risk assessment goes. You know, where, is we, where are we as a church throwing money away uh-huh. when we really w- would be better off in the long run to just replace it? And right. that's, that's the whole goal with this, to try to streamline that process for you and your board. Um, so, you know, from the left here, the estimated equipment value is $243,000. So if, if you add up, if you see up here at the top right-hand corner, the $3,500 is about an average cost per ton in South Carolina to install the equipment brand new. Okay. That, that, that's a number that we go with. It's, it's probably a little bit more right now with all the equipment delays and uh, but I, I'd like to use that number just as an industry average for replacement costs for brand new equipment. And the average life expectancy is about 15 years on all this stuff. Um, when you add up all the tons that you've got, it's right at 69 and a half total tons of, of equipment. So when we come up with the estimated equipment value, we take the total tons by the amount that it costs to replace them all. And that, that that tells you guys what you've got as far as assets. Right. So on your roof and, you know, on the ground around your building, that's a lot of money. Yeah. $243,000. And, and with most, most places, that is the number one capital expense they have in sure. the building. You know, it's just yeah. the value of all this equipment. When you add up the age of the equipment, uh, you're right at, on average, 13 years. Um, some are a lot longer than that, but when you look at, you know, you have 13 years of average life currently, uh, if the typical life is 15 years, you've got a little under two years on average for all this equipment uh-huh. where it's probably going to be going quicker than, than normal. Uh, it, it, as far as that replacement cost goes, what that means is uh, if you take off replaceable parts and maintainable parts, you're left with 80% of the equipment, which is the hard, uh, the hard fixture. Uh-huh. And uh, so the replacement cost, we like to say, is around 190, it's called $195,000. Um, if you've got two years left, you know, average, average useful life of, of two years left, that's about $100,000 a year that you guys probably should be squirreling away if you continue on the same route that you're going right now. Right. Um, what I'm going to show you is by maintaining these correctly and properly, I, I, I believe we can get another five years out of them. And that $99,000 will be divided out over five more years. Yeah. So somewhere around $20,000 instead of $99,000. Right, right, exactly. um, and uh, just to clarify this, this little spot right here where it doesn't have any numbers, um, those are like the, the split parts of, of the system. Those are the air handlers that I don't count them twice. Um, normally when we are, like for a split system, it, it, it's just the total tons times the $3,500. It's not $3,500 for the condensing unit, $3,500 right. for the air handler. Right. 
we don't count them twice. Um, does that make sense? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, okay. It does. And I like to just kind of show this because um, it, 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 as far as my little descriptions here, it might not make sense to you, but <laughs> I wanted to kind of tell you what I'm calling what. Yeah. So the house is the house over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, dining hall is the back of the dining hall. Yep. Um, the corner, that, that's the one on the corner up here that the guy looked at yesterday. Okay. Uh, the middle is the one in, with the, in, in the middle of those three. Yep. And the tall one is the one that's the tall one tied to that split. Split. <laughs> okay. Yep. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and then the closet's the one in the closet over here. Right here. The, yep. the, that's right. Um, the old furnace is... It's a combo one. Um, if you go out that way, this is our education building off to yes, the, yeah, exactly. It's got kind of a double split uh-huh. there, but that's an older furnace, and, and I'm calling that a furnace because that isn't actually that's actually a furnace. It's not sure, a yeah. it's not a traditional split. Um, and then the right of the sanctuary, the left of the sanctuary, mm-hmm. that's those large units, mm-hmm. and then the mini split. Uh, yep. The air handler where I say near the leak, that's near the leak you had in the roof. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that the guy looked at yesterday, I think. Um, but that's, that's what I'm calling yeah. that. Okay. Um, and in the middle is the one that's in between that one that had the leak and th- that split that splits off that didn't have the heat exchanger, um, I mean the heating strips. Yep. Okay. And then the rest is self-explanatory. I can't believe some, some of those go back to 88. I know. And, and really, that's I'm having to use context clues with some of those because they didn't really have any tags on them. I'm having yeah. to find whatever sticker I can find on it to come up with that age. I've always heard Lennox was one of the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still kicking. So. <laughs> that's right. So that's good stuff. I, okay. And that's all we got. Yeah, have. I like that. That's awesome. We'll come back to these numbers here and the financial piece of it. Okay. So uh, what I'm proposing today is a, a, a full coverage a preventative maintenance program. And what that includes is anytime we have co- uh, service calls, any kind of uh, major re- repairs that you have, parts that, are, that would normally be breaking, that would be covered under the full coverage program. Yeah. Um, and I think you've heard a little bit about that from our connection. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the full coverage program is $1,197 a month for the 21 units. And yeah. that's everything. Yeah. Um, there is a note here at the bottom that says the split system, that's the Nordine condensing unit with the two ream air handler units. That's the one that's that you told me day one was funky. Yeah. Um, for this section here. You're right. Yeah. For, for the section we're sitting in right now, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> we can't cover that full coverage sure. because yeah. it's just not done right. Yeah, makes and, sense. And uh, I, I was showing our service manager, and I'll, I'll show you in some of the photos a little bit more, but he was like, that, com- that com- compressor's going to go. It's just a matter of when, and we can't warranty that because right. it, the way that it tees off, that stuff is like liquid. It flows to the path of least resistance and so it's going to one of those more than it is the other and uh-huh. so it's just not working the way it's meant to be to, right. to work so right now what that does mean is we'll still 
come out once a quarter, still change filters until you guys are ready to replace it. Right. But um, it, it, as far as covering the compressors and covering the motors and things like that, we'll just bill you separately as that unit yeah. breaks. Yeah. It, if you guys choose to just hold off and not change it out for the next six months or a year and a half or whatever. Right. Um, so any questions about this for now? And I don't, I, I don't intend to read all that, but uh, you know, it does include a priority access. When you're a contract customer, we move you to the top of the list when people call for service. Um, you know, test and inspecting, we're not gonna just come out and change filters. We're mm -hmm. actually gonna test each unit yeah. every quarter. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what takes so long, yeah. but that's what's gonna make sure that it's exactly. running right and, yeah, exactly. and we can fix it then instead of um, the part where it says, identify any doubtful and broken parts. You know, that's a key thing that we specialize in and, and, and do differently than other people is we actually replace them before they break so that yeah. we don't get that service call. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. On, on the financial analysis piece, and I like to get the, the numbers out front just so they're out of the way and yeah. we can yeah. look at the pictures all day long, but I, yeah. I like to get that out of there so it's not awkward and, and we can actually talk to it and it makes more sense, I think, if we talk numbers in the beginning. I showed you this um, during our first meeting about how the costs are broken down. Mm -hmm. And this is what I do with that data. Uh, and I've got a live spreadsheet I can go to, but that $99,000 number mm -hmm. is what we just looked at. And I showed you how we got that. Yeah. That's based on you've got about two years left and if we had to replace everything that, that dies. It, if we go to a proactive approach and we get five more years out of that, we're looking at about $20,000 a year instead of the, the right. $99,000. And that $20,000 equipment replacement, it, it could be like you guys decide to do one a year or something. It's something that's manageable. Yeah. You know, we choose some of those red ones and, and yeah. strategically help you replace them. Yeah. Instead of just waiting until they fail and then you're caught between a rock and a hard right. spot. And, right. Uh, we don't like to do that. <clears throat> On energy spend, um, I, I, do you know how much the power bill is? Because I, so I, I chose like $1,000 a month. Yeah, we're ranging. So uh, what would this... And I'm, I'm happy to, you know update these or no I, I appreciate that I, I know you, you need me to get you that info to be able to plug it in um, let me pull up here I figured you might have an idea of what it costs roughly per month so I can tell you that for so we just paid on December 18th so that would have been for whatever the preceding month so that includes you know mostly November was 1,341 okay um, but I'll tell you that you know when we but probably like August that one was uh, that one was north of 2,000 um, there was a couple of months there where we were looking at 2,100 or so in energy costs now um, Mind you, that that does include a little bit for exterior lighting, right? So keep that out for now. Just right. just look at the whole. But 
Because what we'll do is we'll take 55% of it is, is what we always use for heating and air conditioning. Yeah. So total, if you said it was about 1,200. Um, yeah, I, I anticipate from a budgeting from yeah. a budgeting perspective going into this next year. Total power bill. I mean, we, we were, you know, I think it's a safe bet to say we're probably about $1,800 a month if you average it out on the year. Okay, well, that's, that's what we want to do. So let's say 1,800 uh, times 12. And so 21,600 is what you're looking at from, from a total 12 months of power bills. And if we take 55% of that, uh, that comes to 11,000 for heating and air conditioning. Uh, what I'm gonna say is based on the photos that we saw, that we can tighten that up from making sure the belts are aligned and yeah. replaced correctly. I think we can do 20% shaving off the top of that so that's where the $2,300 from energy spend savings comes from. Yeah, okay. And that's, a, of course, a, you know, we could talk through that. Why is it showing up? One second. There we go. But that's where that number comes from. That's the energy savings uh, per year that we could save on the power bill. So you would be paying 11000 for power. Sorry, man. And uh, it's going to be 9500 power. It's all right. We're doing good. Take some seconds. There we go. All right. So then we're going down here to so contracted services. So I don't know what you were paying before for contracted services. I, I based on ours being about fourteen thousand, I figured yours would be probably three thousand, five thousand. Yeah, right. About three thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. so three thousand dollars is what they would do for a standard yeah. filter change, basically. <laughs> uh, basically a two-time-a-year filter change and spray off the condensers. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so that's helpful. So $3,000 was right on. Uh, parts and materials. Normally, uh, if people have a lot of in-house staff, they might have a closet full of th belts and things. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't anticipate you having any kind of warehouse of parts and filters. or anything. We've got a healthy stack of filters that I don't even know right now how, how they, uh, where they fit in, how accurate they are, and I think maybe two belts. Gotcha. Um, that's about it, yeah. All right, well, well let's just keep it zero. It's, it's not a big deal. In-house staff, so this is your local people having to do things, meet yeah. people out here on Saturdays. and Administrative, this is, basically I figured if you had five invoices and you put $100 per invoice, that's about 500 bucks. I wasn't sure how many you had. Lost productivity, so the students are uncomfortable in classrooms, parishioners are hot and cold, what does that cost? It's hard to put a number on that. Um, yeah. you know, if you lose a student, what's that worth? <laughs> you know, right. That's a lot of tuition. And then major repairs and service calls. I didn't know what that was. I figured it was probably closer to 5,000. Yeah, yeah, I think Just thus far it. conservative numbers, I think certainly we could say we're higher than that. Okay. Well, let's just put 5000 just for just to be conservative. Doesn't really affect it at all. So when you put the, this agreement for the, uh, our solution, it's 14000 a year. Yeah. You're still $76,000 in the positive. And the bulk of that <clears throat> being us being able to extend the life by making, maintaining them properly. Uh, this is where the bulk of that 70,000 is coming from. But also just knowing that you're not gonna have this uh, 
which, which is so variable and hard to budget for. Yeah. That's where they make their money. When the, it's like the dinner bell rings when, you know, oh, we're out, out of air, out of heat. That's when most companies make their money. Yeah. Uh, we don't plan to have any of those. We don't want to have any of those. So that's why that's zero. Yeah. Any thoughts before we move to the photos from here? It makes sense. Um, and maybe you'll get to this later, I guess. Um, what I'm wondering is like, at what point do you, so like you said, for example, the, um, the Nordine system that you can't mm -hmm. currently include that under the warranty coverage or whatever. And that makes sense. Sure. Is there a point when you kind of get to a place where you are telling us, Hey, we can't cover this area anymore unless you replace the unit. And we're sort of like, when, when do we get to that place we where only you're get, telling us? Yeah, when hey, we can't you gotta... get parts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe when that 86 model or whatever is just so extinct yeah. and so obsolete. Like we had a chiller on a nursing home that I was dealing with in Newberry where we can't get parts for it. When the control mm -hmm. board dies, they're screwed. I mean, they, there's no way yeah. they can get anything to, to fix it. Yeah. So we can't warranty it. We can't do anything except just make sure it lasts as long as it can. But right. we had to do a whole system upgrade for them because we just can't get parts for it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's when it really dies. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, so let's talk about what, what the next steps would be if it, decide to move forward we, we would come out and do what we call a startup and that's where we uh, the initial cleaning and, and the initial PM is where we go through the systems very thoroughly and test and inspect everything mm -hmm. and if we find that one of them's low on refrigerant or uh, one of them needs a new condenser motor uh, that's kind of like a pre-existing condition yeah and we would say hey Brennan these are the things per piece of equipment that we think should be replaced because we found them when we got here. Sure. Um, and then you could say, yes, change them all. You could say, <clears throat> um, hold off on that part, like on, the, on one of the split systems, for example, if there's a problem with it, you could say, let's wait till the spring. And if it right. dies between now and the spring, if that piece, that yes. motor or whatever dies, we would replace it for you, but we're not going to cover the cost. We'll just share the cost with you. Right. Um, you just bill you for that cost. Yeah. But a lot of times people fix those to bring them up to the standard that yeah. we need to maintain them and, and, and warranty them. Um, they might not do it all at one time. Right. We had um, RNDC, which is a large warehouse distributing company. They had um, about $10,000 worth of the, the motor... Uh, blower wheels mm -hmm. the blower wheels were so caked with stuff from 10 years of not cleaning them yeah. that they they were just so inefficient not blowing a lot of air we recommended that they pay us to take them out clean them really well get them back in there and they chose to not do them all at one time to and spend ten thousand dollars but maybe do two of them and then do two of them and then do mm -hmm. two you know yeah. one per quarter so Think, you know, we want to work with you and make it work sure, so yeah. that you're not having to write a huge check. Yeah. But we like to also do a very thorough job and make sure we're calling out all those things first. Right. And yeah. so we can have the opportunity to fix them now and get them up to speed yeah. and, and do a one big. 
and here again, I'm not anticipating a lot of things because we went through everything pretty thoroughly. You yeah. know, we didn't test and inspect everything, put gauges on everything, but right. I'm not anticipating everything. Yeah. But no, I mean, and that makes sense, and that's what we wanted. I mean, right. you know, for us, you know, you're, you're speaking to now, what we've been looking for. One month in things. or one weekend, if, if we come in after that, after that initial cleanup and we say everything's ready to go, and then a week later, the compressor goes, yeah. that's on us. Right. We'll pay the $7,000 to replace the compressor. Right. Um, anything after that point, it's on us. Yeah, so. yeah. that makes sense. Uh, but to answer your, your question, you said, at what point do, do you say we're not going to be able to cover that or warranty that? And it's to the point where we just can't get parts. And, mm -hmm. But uh, uh, up until that point, we'll be communicating you yeah. know, very well. And, once a year, we like to get together with you and say, okay, this is kind of the state of the union with everything. Yeah. You guys should probably look at replacing this one next right. so that you can budget and squirrel away some money. Yeah, that's great. All right. So, uh, you ready for some photos? Sure. You got some good photos here. Uh, and I kind of gr gr grouped them from major issues. So, this is electrical. Um, this is right behind those two... Nordine uh -huh. uh, splits. It's just a hazard. Uh, it's a mess. It's, it's a squirrel's nest. It really it's is. It's a mess. Um, this is going to the educational building. Uh -huh. I've seen that. Yep. So that wire that's loose there really should be a conduit. Yep. Uh, all it takes is a kid playing around with a pocket knife or, you know, somebody stepping on it on the concrete and rubbing a hole in it. Uh, but that, you can just see there's two wire nuts there mm -hmm. that really should be dressed up cleaned up yep this is in the attic up here um, going off of that box um, for the split system you can just see the insulation's falling off in the summer months that's going to condense i mean the yep. condensation is going to happen and uh, right under that arrow you see all the wetness yeah that water spot mm -hmm. that's going to eventually come through the ceiling and cause yeah, water damage and you can see another spot there. It's like they got the insulation but did not put it all the way up to it. Not a major issue. It's just it's going to cause water to condensate for sure in the summer months. Yeah. And you can see the stain on the plywood, which I, th I thought was it. I didn't see it at first when I got back looking at the photos in the office. I'm like, well, look at the water damage. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, so this is the one where we said it doesn't have heat strips. And the three reasons were lack of funds, workmanship, or is there electrical capacity? So that was a question our service manager asked that we need to talk about. It, and I, don't, I can't answer it right now, but maybe at, at the initial inspection or something, we could have them look at it. But maybe they didn't put the heat strips in because you were out of service panel space. Sure, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, we didn't I think don't about know that. on that one. Yeah, I don't know about it either. But it could either be that they didn't want to put the money into it in the very beginning or... The guy putting it in just chose to save the money and not put them in, you know. Uh, so this is where it says these two air handlers are split off from one condensing unit and need to be replaced with a matching seven and a half ton air handler unit. So we could take the condensing unit, keep that, but just match it with a seven and a half ton one air handler instead of the two. Um, because it combines back into one duct. 
Like yeah. we, we don't know why they split it up and then came brought back together. Even the box, that box here, uh, between the red circle and the blue, mm -hmm. see that big box? Mm -hmm. That's where it's coming from the return where your air filters are before it goes into the air handlers. But that's one return. <laughs> Yeah. And then it splits into two air handlers, and then it goes back into one supply duct. So there's no need to have two air handlers. I don't know what happened, but yeah. you see right above the red circle where that refrigerant line tees off and splits? Uh -huh. That's just not right. Like, that's where my service manager was like, because you're sending refrigerant one side and down the other. It's going to one of them more than the other because of the path of least resistance. Well, yeah. We don't know which one it is, but it's not, they're not even. Yeah. One's got a little, you know. So, uh, we will not include the full coverage on this unit, but we'll continue to maintain it until the church decides to replace them. This unit will never work properly and the compressor will fail because of this poor design. Yeah. I just call this workmanship issues. You know, there's yep. trash parts and there's filters left behind. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on there. So the coils are dirty, need to be cleaned. Uh, dirty coils reduce the heat transfer and will cause an increase in energy consumption. The dirty co coils are also damaged, can also damage the equipment and lead to costly compressor failures. Coils are cleaned during preventative maintenance. And you can see that, I'm not sure what that is growing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was on the one that's actually going to y'all's office, the one right there by the leak in the roof. So the rest of them looked okay. I'm not going to sit here and say you've got tons of dirty coals. I've seen much worse. Yeah. But that was, especially being in the office areas where you're in there every day, sure, yeah. needs to be addressed. Um, this is that educational yeah. building. Yeah, that whiteness there is not good. Yep. Uh, it's something you don't really notice when you walk in until you got back to the office and looking at the photos. I'm like, yeah, that's... That's issue. I don't know if there's a hole in the roof where that comes in that could be patched. There, there used to there be. Used to be a so the, the good news is that that building has an entirely brand new roof no, as of okay. two months ago. Okay. So and it's okay. warrantied and everything. So okay, maybe we just replace the top. Yeah, we, and we have we have them on hand. We no. just uh, cool. We haven't gotten into that space. No, so. no with that. that makes it feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an easy fix. Uh, this is that old unit. You can see the rust on the bottom there. Um, it's that that bottom will eventually rust out. Yeah, um, that's like the eighty some year old unit. Going to this this unit here, so, so the motor is dirty, needs to be cleaned. Motor is air cooled, it needs to be cleaned to allow the air and, and cool motor windings. The air to cool the motor windings. The dirt causes motor to overheat and will mm -hmm. cause the windings to short, resulting in motor failure. So you can just see the belt mm -hmm. had been maybe it hadn't been replaced in a while but all that's just building up on that motor there uh, loose belts will reduce the airflow and damage the pulleys the belt needs to be adjusted properly to you can see we found this belt up, up up in the attic above the sanctuary area the teeth are gone so that tells me that it's been run until the belts are just flapping you know yep this is inside that one um, for the sanctuary, not, not the sanctuary, but the dining hall. Yeah. Um, you know, ideally, we would clean out that area. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was kind of a rainy day, and so it was a little bit muddier than normal, but still, like, but we need to get that cleaned out during the PMs. Um, and then there was a rat 
nest there right next to the brand new filter, which tells me that they, they could have wiped it out with the hand. Yeah. Uh, but, and there, and, and there was a gap in the filters when they were installed, like a one inch gap or so where air is just coming through. We addressed that. Good news. Uh, I was getting my stuff together in the office, and the heat exchanger came in already. Oh, really? already. Okay, so, that's great. Now, yeah, I was stoked. I was like, well, I'm on the way to meet with Brennan now. Now we just got to get it on the schedule and get yeah. you okay. uh, coordinated. But you could tell that the heat had been coming out of that um, exhaust area there, which mm -hmm. means that there definitely is a crack in the hole. But I was pretty proud when we got back in the office to, to find that that was the, I mean, that's the leak right there. Uh, and the, I think what's just happening is that all the rust over time, it's caused that to get weak. And you can see right where that, right where that is, is the, uh, it's that middle one there where it's just cr cracking and getting mm -hmm. really super hot. There's a little video. And when that heat gets applied to it, So what he's saying is it's not, I know we've already addressed this in order to part, but it's, it's not a bad enough that it's blowing back orange flames, uh -huh. but it's still causing issues. I noticed this window was cracked. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that or if that's normal or. That's where we had, um, when we were first moving into the property, we had a break in there and they kind of damaged the. Oh, gotcha. It was, it, we can't, can't get it fully it. shut anymore. And we just got estimates back on all new windows. Gotcha. Okay. But as all for both time. buildings, it's thirty-eight thousand. So, it's, well, I I need to win the lottery. That's what I. No, no, I'm not beating you up over the window. It's just I I, I found that, and it was sure, really yeah. cold outside. And yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. you know, maybe probably need to know about that. Yeah. Uh, in, in this building, there were complaints about hot and cold spots. Um, the concrete walls heat up on the sun side, they said, and the other half doesn't get as much sun. Uh -huh. So we, we could probably work with you guys on the dampers to just close off the ones that okay. uh, during the right season, if it needs more air, make that damper wide open. Yeah. Um, but that's an older system that we could probably just help that problem a lot by regulating some of the dampers. The blower wheels are dirty and, and are driving up the energy bill. This is where I said I can save the 20% uh -huh. you know, with this kind of stuff. The dirty blower wheels reduce the airflow. So not only is it harder for the motor to spin it around, but it's just not grabbing as much air. Right. So you're not getting that flow into the rooms like you need. Yeah. Um, it's gonna affect operation and capacity of the system. It's gonna result in equipment failure and lead to costly repairs and downtime of your equipment. The blower wheels are clean during preventative maintenance with a steel brush. And then we talked about the recommendation. Our recommendation is the full coverage based on the age of the equipment. Mm -hmm. If this was a different place and you had newer equipment, there are other programs that we would recommend, but this is the one that we're recommending. Sure. And again, the main goal is to try to extend that life of the equipment. And these are just some other photos that I put in there just to show you in case there were people that have never seen the equipment. But if you notice in that bottom right-hand photo, we need to touch up the insulation there. Yeah. You're losing some efficiency there. Um, it, it does have a sump pump upstairs in the where it splits okay. um, that's included in this price so if that dies it's, it's going to be included in, okay. and we're going to pm that 
But the reason why I want to show you this is because there are really not any P-traps. Mm. So when we see that there's no P-traps, it makes us wonder how are they cleaning it out. Um, when those condensate lines back up, that's when you have overflows and roof leaks, mm. you know, ceiling leaks. Not roof leaks, ceiling leaks. So I wanted to show this because, number one, there's no P-traps, but number two, we really need to blow out those with yeah. um, nitrogen. We have a little cartridge that we blow it up and shoot it out to get any kind of bugs or backup or grass clippings and things that get yeah. backed up in those lines. That's part of the program. Uh, this one is in the in that closet, and there was a little sign that says pipe disconnected. If you see it um, in the top middle there, there's a piece of paper. Uh -huh. I don't know what that is. I, I didn't see a pipe disconnected, but they're trying to show us something. Uh, but it says pipe disconnected and pointed down. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Maybe during the startup we we will find it or you know dig in a little bit deeper. I, I think. I think what had happened is when they were doing their initial service visit and then they ran into the blower wheel that needed changed in yep. there. Yep. I want to say one of these wasn't properly connected. Gotcha. And it would easily pop off. And I think maybe the guy who knew he was coming back was like, I'm going to make sure that somebody knows. Okay, I got But you. I remember saying to him, like, I, I, I looked at it, I said, well, it's right here. It just needs this little part. It seems like something you could do. And it was, again, it was one of the, well, yeah, you know. Right. It's just. <laughs> well, I'm not making a big deal out of it. It's just yeah. kind of one of those. Yeah. Uh, this unit looked pretty good. Um, it, it did have some, it, some insulation coming apart there sure. at the top. Yeah random piece of pipe that wasn't connected to anything. I'm not sure what that's there, there for. That looked fine, didn't see any issues with that. Um, again, random piece of pipe. I'm not sure what the pipes were. It, I didn't see where it does anything. This unit looked great, no issues there. I don't know what's been going on with the coils there. Like yeah. if it's kids playing with it or if it's when they were cleaning it, they just used a pressure washer or something hard, but it's, uh, it looked like the width of a pressure washer, like someone tried to pressure wash the coils. So just bringing it to your attention, it's not enough to do anything about today, but I don't know why they would do that. Or anyway, I just thought I'd yeah. make sure you knew about that. Our intention with most of these units, and that's something we'd want your input in uh, or on, is uh, we'd like to build some barriers slash privacy sort of yep. screens around a lot of these units. Sure. Um, so we want your guys' input in terms of like what's the right distance, right? Okay. you know, for, for people to be able to work and have proper airflow, but then also have those in there so we can keep people from yeah. getting to them, touching them, playing with them and all that. Absolutely. So. Um, we'll work with you on the, on the controller issue. Are, are you looking to replace those two? Is that the deal? The one on the right, that one, has already been replaced. Okay. We didn't have to pay for it. They covered it under warranty or nice. something. I know that both of those thermostats are considered nice thermostats. I have them in my home, and I sure. love them. Right. They're not working. Mm. Last night, same thing again. We're in there last night. The one on the left is probably reading, at the time, uh, 68, 69. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking feels a whole lot colder in here than that right now. 
I turn the heat on. Um, and I guess I should say I hope they're not working um, and that it's not some funky air circulation. Maybe it is. I don't know. But, um, or maybe it's not funky. Maybe it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. But I kick the heat on to like 68 on both of them. Well, the one on the left that was reading 68 within 20, 30 minutes is now down to 64. The heat's cranking in there now. I come back in, I'm like, it feels like it's 75 in here. It's mm. like too hot. Wow. So now I like try to kick that one all the way down so it turns off, huh. doesn't keep running. So again, I don't know if like the one on the right's moving cold air. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And But it, for it to be that much of a difference just doesn't feel right. And every time we're in there, I feel like we have to keep doing it. It's like, and people will comment, like they'll look at it and they'll say, it sure doesn't feel like that temperature mm. in here. Interesting. But again, the units themselves, whether it's air conditioning or heat, you can feel them cranking. I mean, they're powering up and doing their thing. Mm -hmm. But then the thermostats seem to be reading something totally different than what you're feeling. And I don't have a, a mm -hmm. thermometer, you know, to test those with. But well, let's let's come back to that. I, I'm, what I'll probably need to do, maybe after the first of the year, is just bring one of my project guys out here and let him, who knows a little bit more about the controls, and yeah. see if he can diagnose what's going on or, or in the startup they might find it and know what the, what the answer is the technician themselves but um, but between that and what was the other issue there was something else you were wanting to do probably this oh the, 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 the heat strips yeah heat strips <clears throat> uh, nothing wrong there just you know random filters or you know, collecting dust up there. Yeah. Normally we need to keep those in a trash bag or in a box or something so yeah. that they don't get dust. Uh, and then this, you see the, the duct that is coming over that, uh, right in the very center of the screen, mm -hmm. that duct that's doubled over like that. Yep. It's an awfully sharp bend um, that I'm not saying is a major issue today, but that's just not normal, you know, to go over that sharp and then it, it really doubles over pretty good. Okay. It, there it is. Oh, I see. Yeah. See how it's so sharp of a... Yep. That could be bending too much there. Yeah. And that's... I was just going to show you that these are the three programs. The top one is what we're recommending where everything is, uh -huh. is covered. All, all, the, all the PMs, test and inspect, trouble call, labor and expense any kind of repair, replacing labor, the components, parts, and supplies, all that, all that's covered. Well, that's what I got, my man. You got any questions for me? So, because I know I'll be asked on that last slide, what, what do we lose as we go down then? If you go to a better or a good? Uh, yeah, so let's look at that. Oh, okay, I'm seeing it there now. So customers, okay. So we would, uh, under the better, we show up once a quarter, change the filters, test and inspect everything, and we do the PMs. But as things need to be repaired and co compressors go out, we would bill you for that. Um, yeah. Repair and service calls, you'd, you'd get billed for that as, as needed. <clears throat> Under the good program, that's really if you have brand new equipment. Like I had a guy that had a, he just installed a, a piece of equipment. It's not going to be that dirty. It, right. it needs to be checked once a quarter to make sure things are, are running right. That's where the good program makes sense. 
the better program makes sense if you've got stuff of like five years old, you know, on average, yeah. where they're not going to be, the compressors aren't going to be going out, the motors aren't going to be going out. But when you get into anything over about seven, eight, nine years, and you're at like 13, yeah. when you get to seven or eight or nine, that's when we know compressors go out. Right. Um, right. They're not covered under warranty anymore. And that's where we really lean toward recommending folks do this full coverage program. Sure. Okay. Um, and I'm happy to do any more on this. If you if you want to get the real numbers, we can do that. Or if you think the fourteen thousand makes sense, uh, you know, for your situation, and, and you want to move forward, we can look toward getting the startup the first first week or two of January. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to work with you and earn your business. Yeah, likewise. Um, if if you could, what what I'll need is I have to circle back with our our board. Um, I've already uh, shared with them, you know, that we were doing this evaluation that we had kind of said, hey, we're moving on from our previous vendor. Sure. Um, we had to because of our timing. We had to basically approve our budget last week um, but I said hey we, we may need to look at a revision based off of the information I get back from you um, we're not far off on this from what I was sort of speculating with them um, so I, I, this isn't going to come as a, a, a large shock to them from a, a financial perspective but I still need to kind of walk through it with them sure. nonetheless so if, if I can have a version, whether of this yep. presentation or the other stuff, so I can cover it with them. Absolutely. And then I'll come back and... So the, this is the actual agreement that I'm going to leave with you here. Okay. Um, and I'll, it's pretty straightforward, but yeah. um, I've included uh, a commencing on a January 1st start. We, just, we start all the agreements on the first of the month, you know, whether it's February 1 or October 1, just for billing purposes. And then I've included a schedule of the equipment and the filter sizes that we would use on here. Uh, and this basically says uh, the main thing that I wanted to show you was the repair and maintenance of the seven and a half ton Nordine yeah. is not included, but we'll still take care of it from a maintenance standpoint. Yeah. Um, and this is sustainable PM. This is where we work with you guys to, um, you know, work with updates over time. Yeah. Sharing with you what we find and, and work in that spreadsheet, basically. I like to walk people through this just so that they understand what it's saying. I'll let you read this. This is just the, I'm talking about what does it mean when we say we're cleaning? What does it mean when we say we're aligning? What does it mean when we say we're calibrating? Things like that. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions, pretty straightforward. And the equipment list. So this is, when you're talking with your board, you know, these are all the things that are covered that are gonna break, like the compressors yeah. and the fans. Yeah, that one has heat, uh, condenser fans. Those are, yeah. A lot of times people don't understand all the different parts that are within that thing that can break. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and you can see there, it's got a, that's the one that I mentioned had the condensate pump. 
Yeah. Kind of seatbelt. That's included. So I tried to include everything for sure. Very thorough. Yeah. And then all the filter sizes. Yeah, that's great. It shows how many are, are needed. Uh, well, this shows how many times a year we'll do it, but this says how many are needed. Like that one needs three filters mm -hmm. four times a year. Mm -hmm. So very detailed on that. That's it. Okay. I, I just put this in here. And sure. I, I do have um, this slide. I normally don't like to give the slides, but I maybe just because sometimes people go out and fix them themselves, but <laughs> it's okay. Not too worried about it. But I have here this slide here that shows those numbers that we came up with. Yeah. So you can see that. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And so then... Yeah, like to the pictures, presumably then that's a good bit of what, with the initial startup, you'll say, hey, here's, here's some of the work we, we need to do before you're basically covered. Little stuff like the insulation, we're, we're just going to do it and fix it. Um, little contactors and things, $40 part, we're just going to fix it. Yeah. Anything that's like a major thousand dollar repair cracked heat exchange a cracked heat yeah. exchanger is a prime yeah. example yeah um, that's where we'd be like hey here's an estimate for that yeah um, and at the time you could say okay just take that off a of full coverage program right now right and i'll just reduce the price uh, if you don't want to repair it right now right depending okay. on okay that makes uh, sense it, it, I, I would just give it the better program for that one piece of equipment does that make sense yep Yep. I had full coverage on everything and until I showed it to our service manager. He said, I can't do full coverage on that piece of equipment. Uh -huh. So I just reduced it to the better option yeah. for, for that one piece of equipment. And that's what I would do if we find anything that you guys don't want to repair right now. Yeah, that makes but, sense. Okay. Um, I think maybe this might have been one of the other things that I had asked about early on that I... Um, I can appreciate whatever the response is to it, but let's say we get to a place where um, uh, the education building out there, we say, you know what, we gotta we're gonna go ahead and replace that unit. Mm -hmm. And because we're a church, we've got people here who are like, hey, I can get you that unit mm -hmm. at my cost because I work for train. Is that something that we can do, or is that something where you go, no, in order for us to do this, we have to do, we have to order the part. It needs to be all through us. Does that make sense? Um, yes, and I asked about that. Uh, great question. So if you want to get a whole unit replaced because a guy down the road can do it cheaper and, and, and you guys choose to go down that road, and, and I'll tell you, we're not the cheapest on the block right. <laughs> by any means, you're more than welcome to have somebody replace the whole unit um, and then we'll, we'll maintain it for you going forward. But if it's like... The, the, they're going to get the heat exchanger and then give it to us to install it. Mm -hmm. We don't want to do that because then there's no way to, it's just a, he said, you know, it's yeah. a finger pointing. It, it, did he get a bad part or did, okay. Cause we could blame them and they could blame us. Right. You know, so, so it's this back and forth. It's not a healthy yeah. partnership. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. On parts and things like that, we're buying them bulk and a lot of times can get them in, um, at a better rate, like our, our buying power on that heat exchange, heating, uh, 
heat exchanger part, we got it right away. We thought it was going to take 11 weeks. Right. You know, our buying power is pretty large. Um, The discrepancy there was our labor. Sure. Um, As far as our, our, our being a little higher, thought it would take a full day instead of half a day. That's, that's where the difference was, but. Yeah, that makes sense. Our, I told our service manager, I was like, "Let's, you know, we need to, we need to do something here because I want to earn their business." And, sure. and he's like, "We'll match it. Just get the maintenance, and we'll make it work." Yeah, you know? so, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I can't without because this is a, this is an expense that's sort of above and beyond what I can just go ahead and sign sure, off on. I understand. Um, you know, I've got to go through that process. I can tell you that. You know what what you're presenting is in my opinion something that is it does make sense and it's in line with what we've been looking for it gives us exactly what we've wanted in terms of true preventative maintenance nice ongoing evaluation of our systems mm-hmm. the ability to kind of forecast and budget the partnership um, yeah it exactly. really is that's everything that i you know and like i said i used to i used to oversee aspects of facility management and these are the types of things that i like to, to be able to go okay this area of the building's coming up for its preventative maintenance, and we're going to go through and make sure everything's right mm-hmm. and continue to keep it. Because runtime, runtime is everything. And for us, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be in situations where, well, it's Sunday morning in July, and it's, and we're just now realizing that this system's, you know, failing. And sure. Um, so everything makes sense, and I, f- I feel somewhat inclined to say, yeah, I think we're going to be in a position to move forward, but um, we just got to, you know, talk through that. And so and we've been around 47 years and, yeah. and, and we do a lot of churches. If you want a list of churches that are references, I'd be happy to send that to you. Sure. Um, we, I take care of St. Joseph's. Okay. Uh, yeah. St. Joseph's. They have a similar school uh, yeah. like you guys have. So we're happy to share places like that. But yeah. uh, we're a Christian based company too. I don't know if you right. saw our website yeah, or not, yeah, but we're, you know, we're, we pride ourselves on that and we're not scared to mention that. And, yeah. Um, so we wouldn't be around for 47 years if we we're out there right. <laughs> shooting from the hip. And, yeah, you know, when I put the prices in here, <clears throat> when I put the equipment into our software because we're a franchise, it spits out a price. You yeah. Know? And, it, and if I, it, it's very straightforward um, as far as the pricing goes. We're not just, Three thousand dollars. Yeah, you know that you can't do this for three thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. go around and check everything for that. Yeah, that. So I feel very confident in, in our numbers. Right. That's why I like to show them up front. You know, right. get it out of the way. And let's look at everything going forward. So. Right. Okay. All right, man. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. I will. Uh, I'll be back in touch with you. Um, very quickly, so we can uh, hopefully get moving on everything. Do you guys have a, what's your normal process if you've already had a board meeting? Do you, hit, do you do a phone call or do you do an email or how do you? Yeah, what I'll do is I'll send out figures in an email. I'll text everybody t- to make sure that they know they've got an email. <laughs> and, uh, and tell them, I'll give them a timeline. You know, I'll say, I need you to review this. And then probably at this point, it would be, because um, it's Thursday, It'll be Wednesday of next week that I'll be able to say, hey, we're good to go. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I understand. I appreciate your time. Yeah, likewise. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Yes, yeah. sir.
Let me put the chair back.